You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, we have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, enjoy the flight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated, we will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with numero uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jeff is Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Family, how y'all doing? Listen, I'm only here real quick to let y'all know that you're getting another replay today. Because, remember I told y'all, man, last week, I told y'all my tooth was kicking my ass, right? And uh, it just started kicking my ass more. It really started a couple, a couple of the week before that, but it wasn't like you know like it is now. Went to the dentist. Went to the podon, uh, podon don tris, whatever, whatever. Fuck that is. And they realized I had a serious rear molar issue. They got to deal with that. So while you enjoying the, the, the show today, the replay, I, I should be recovering from that procedure. So I just wanted to let y'all know that real quick, because, you know, even when we do uh, uh uh, any kind of replay, I let you know. I don't just pop stuff on you. I like to bump in front of the old stuff and let you know. Uh, let me say a couple of things because I can't talk long. First of all, as y'all can hear, my mouth is kind of distorted. Can't talk loud and can't talk long. My joint hurt. Yo, and it was hurting last week, fam. 
like on a scale of one to ten, it was like a nine while I was recording, right? Ever since then, my mouth has been on 15. Is that a pause? Casino, is that a pause? I don't know. Mm-mm, can't do it. Yo, y'all. It, it affected the whole right side of my mouth. My left side is butters. My left side doing great. Right side, not so much. Teeth, gums, cheeks, roof of the mouth, the right, the right side of the throat. I thought I, I thought I had some. I thought I had some cool, some cooties, shit or something. You know what I mean? Nah, man. It, it, yo, two, two teeth, two teeth in the back. Back is cracked down the middle, son. Yo, and I didn't know it could cause havoc like that. Yo, the specialist said havoc. Man, I'm surprised you walking around normal. That's a fever. That's a face ache, eye ache. You lose your balance that way and everything. Uh-uh. Got to get that done. That shit done. I should be recovering by the time the show come on. Now, I know. A lot of other people that can't talk. <laughs> Typically wouldn't do a talk show. I'm a little different. Kind of like Kanye West before he turned into a piece of shit. Rhyming through the wire. Remember that? <laughs> Why I sound so bugged out. <laughs> yeah, I can laugh through the pain a little bit. Yo, let me tell y'all, this is the most I'm going to talk all day. Because after this, I'm pumped up off Advil's right now. I tell you about the medications. I tell you that story in another show. I'm back on Advil's and they got me numbed out. You know what I mean? Freaking, freaking pedantist stuck a needle and stuck something in my mouth to give me a little bit of relief and take away all the pain. Did that Thursday. Still feeling the residuals of that. They shoved all kind of stuff down my throat and in my cheek. Pause. Because, you know, that was a Pause. But fam, I'm be okay. This is the first time I've ever really had a toothache in 50 years. So you got to understand, you know, it's new to me. Some of you yuck mouths have had plenty of them. Yo, this is literally like my first serious toothache. I guess it's as an adult in 50 years, fam. So, yo. Time to get it done. The mother weeks, I just thought it was a quick passing thing. You know, I thought maybe I need a cavity, uh, a filling or something. I thought a, I, I got two cavities in 50 years. I thought one was far. No, but I knew when it was serious. One morning I woke up. My pain level, y'all, was like 12 on a scale of 1 to 10. It was driving me crazy, but re- what really jacked me up? I didn't have my morning Woody. I was in so much pain, the wood wasn't working. I was like, enough is enough. Fuck that. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, no, no. No. You can hurt my mouth and stuff. You can do stuff that you give me an airache. You make me lose my vision. You're not my vision. You can make me lose my balance and stuff like that. You give me a little temperature because my teeth are cracked. Don't play with the wood, son. 
I'll tell you all about that on the, whenever I get back, all right? So here's what we're going to do, family. Welcome to the show. As you guys know, we take a lot of pride in creating timeless content. This throwback is from Jeffers Moody Media, the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Naturell and Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com, of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. There's a difference in the throwbacks, fam. Please always remember that. When you hear me say the Indian radio throwback, those are the throwbacks from the from the older podcast we did back in the day. When you hear me say the gym throwback, you know, the beat break throwback, Jeff is Moody throwback, that's right here, right now. And I decide to take y'all back. Yo, y'all gonna have some fun with this, I think. <laughs> I I know. I know that I'm talking about uh hold on, I don't want to lie to y'all like I do. Hold on. Where's where's my let me open this up and see where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, be patient. Yeah, be patient. I'm a little low, I'm a little fucked up right now. Hold on. What am I talking about? All right. We're gonna do episode 30. And uh, I'm going to be talking about the world's most trifling uh, humans versus wild animals. I ain't did that in a while, right? Uh, tell you about my worst tongue kiss and sex ever. Y'all remember that? Anybody? <laughs> I don't. And we got more. And then, of course, we got DJ Naturell. She's going to be spinning till six. So it's a throwback. But unlike any other flight through the internet radio skies, there's not there's not throwbacks that you can literally sit and listen to all over again like it's new. We work on that on purpose. So I'm out of here. I'm gonna take y'all back to episode 30. Yo, fam, the bounce, the bounce. It was the original bounce. So y'all gonna hear a different bounce. And as a matter of fact, I wasn't even doing um yo fam. I wasn't doing uh, uh, the polar opposite of trifling to close the show back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So this this one, this is a this is episode, this is 52, 53 episodes ago. Things done change, you know? Not the insanity, but a little bit of the format. Alright, I've talked too much. I'm gonna call this episode Toothache Part 2. Fam, I don't plan on being gone long, you know. Gave y'all a replay last week. Gave y'all, giving y'all one today. Damn that. I'm thinking I'm going to be back on the 27th. If I'm not, I'll be back on the 3rd of August. But, hey, y'all got the content, man. Y'all know I just don't like leaving y'all hanging and shit. But when your tooth mess with your woody, you got to go get it fixed. I will ring the bell, but I don't know where Bell is. I'm not in the room with Bell. Ironically, I've just realized when I have a tooth that's jacking the whole my whole mouth up. Sound like a drunken old white guy that works on a pier. <laughs> I'm delirious. <laughs> All right, enjoy the show. And, uh, yo, man, I guess because I didn't do, um, all your new listeners, I know y'all are like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yo, it's, it's a replay, okay? It's a replay, man. I got issues going on right now. 
Talk to the fam. They'll let you know. 83 strong right here, baby. Even though it's a replay. Shit, still counting it. All right, so so what should I do, fam, before I get out of here? You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Um, uh, Because I'm so used to doing polar opposite of trifling, fam. Let me just do that now, okay? Let me just do that now get out the way. Because, you know, I just want to do it. I'm, I'm so used to telling y'all peace at least. I'm not going to do the polar opposite of trifling. I'm just going to give y'all the farewell. Because I love telling the family to be safe and stuff, okay? So let me do that. Let me do that, then I'm out of here. All right. In advance, y'all. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the show. <laughs> oh, boy. But make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war. Don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone. You might not appreciate me till I can't talk. But while I'm here, I'm talking my shit. The ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell is coming up right after this classic gym replay. I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Stay tuned. Keep it locked. Some more outstanding talk, music programming. Beat Break 87 FM. Beat Break Radio FM.com. And of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Ayo, hey, Sean Garvey. Ayo. Hey, I can't be screaming this shit. Yo, Sean Garvey, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey, hey, yo. <laughs> we got another one. Even though I can barely talk. Ain't had no business talking this much. This is the dedication. To ever tell me I'm not dedicated. What would the world be without the voice of Jeffers Moody? You won't realize it till I'm not here. Damn it. See y'all next week. I love y'all, man. Enjoy the replay. Jeffers Moody is out. And RIP to my brother from another mother, Ron Louder. Every time I think about any pain I go through, put it all in relativity, brother. I love you, man. Rest in peace. Y'all enjoy the replay. Naturella's up after that. Young Sean, let's get out of here. Let me go get right, man. Be back next week. I might talk like this all the time, though. I don't know. Let's see. I love y'all. Bye. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. Atlanta. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One. Communication station. You, you, you're, 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 listening. you're listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beat Break 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Hey. Hey. Young Sean, young Sean, young Sean. Happy birthday, nephew. Ringing the bell for you early in this show. Uh, uh, the Big 16 uh, now, huh? You, you, yeah, you got a few gray hairs uh, post-producing this particular show. But if you think about it, Young Sean, uh, who don't I give gray hairs to, right? And gray looks good on 16-year-olds. <laughs> Our family, I got so tight-ass. Cut it out.
Y'all know this boy don't got no gray hair. I'm only playing. And he loves working on the show. Listen, if y'all love that Dilla, if y'all love that Dilla, y'all wish young Sean the Wonder Kid a happy born day. Youngest post producer, youngest intern on, or, or, or in internet radio, period. And if there's a younger one, we don't even care. We, we, when I say he's the best, he's the best. Happy birthday, nephew, man. Love you to death. Thank you for all your hard work, man. And speaking of work, let's get to it. Let's get the people what they used to, young Sean. Play that Dilla. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Thank you, thank you. Sir, ma'am, I swear to God, over in that section, you guys are far too kind. All my people over there. And over there, at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be, ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jefferson Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and of course your free BeatBreak 87 FM app that you can download from your app store so we can go wherever you go. The app is working great for iOS. We still have glitches for Android. For all of my Android people, please continue to check us out on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and we are working it out because in my opinion, Android is just a greater phone, if not greater than uh, Apple. I'm just not a Apple groupie. They're both uh, great phones. All right. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeffers Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. Once again, family, that's 678-386-5331. If you want to hit up DJ Naturel and salute her for her ATL traffic mix, hit her up at DJ Naturel. That is on all social media. That's Naturel with an E, N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Family. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jeff, but you can call me Moody, and I will be your pilot for this four-hour flight. Kick back, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I am guaranteeing you that we're about to make these next four hours the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to Jeff is Moody while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Can y'all hear my bell? Can y'all hear the bell? The bell, the bell is just as uh, uh, important to the show as uh, young Sean is. Or, or I am. You know, my bell needs an agent. Uh, one love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show. Whether you're in the gym, at the house, wherever you are, if you're listening from the bottom of my heart, I sincerely thank you. Uh, family, before I get into today's show... This is the weirdest week ever. I, I'm telling y'all, man. We got one of them. It's a news-heavy show with my personality giving you the news. I mean, the president of the United States compared himself to God. Uh, people are fighting over chicken sandwiches. I said sandwiches. And a woman, uh, she hit an alligator in her spandex. I'll get to all that. But uh, I, I let me tell you guys something really quickly. Um, so in the next couple of weeks, we're not going to be doing two to four. I'm dropping down to a three hour show because I am eliminating the, the classic podcast from the show. The reason for the classic podcast family is because they were to, to give us more content for four hours 
And also, I wanted to get you guys familiar with what I do as a podcaster. And looking at things, you guys are now consistently going on Stitcher and iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you are checking out NDN Radio, Next Door Neighbor Radio and Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. You're also Googling Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. So with that being said, um, I, I think that it's time to pull out the classic replays and do all fresh content with no replays and then give you DJ Naturel. So it's a move for the better, and we're looking for a time that is so great. I mean, it's still going to be around the same time, but it may be 3 to 6 or 2 to 5. I'm kind of looking forward to 3 to 6. So just to let you guys know that in advance, it's time for all new content. If you want to check out the classics, then you go and you can find the classics and you can listen to them. Uh, there, there are only 100 shows on any platform that you go check. But please know, in my podcast career, I am one of the few podcasters uh, in less than 10 years that has well over 1,300 podcasts. I used to do five different shows a week. Don't talk to me about work ethic unless you're ready to bang with the king. All right? So before I get into uh, today's show, now that you guys know that, I want to talk to y'all real quick about other people's opinions, um, especially on social media. So, you know, with everything that's been going on lately and, 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 and youngin, I'm a 16 year old. I'm going to run a little over, but that's what we've been doing. Just play that Dilla. You know, with with uh, all the Jay-Z, NFL, Colin Kaepernick stuff that's been going on with the Popeyes things that have been going on with all of these things that go on on social media the one thing here's something that i noticed the other night i was on facebook and a young man put up a really good post and he was talking about jay and cap and he was talking about popeyes and talking about our focus and attention and and but and i thought it was a great post and uh people were coming at him really crazy and i couldn't really figure why you know, they were saying he was a coon. He was supporting a coon because Jay Z is a is, is a coon. I imagine, right? That's what you guys you guys are saying. Even though you guys look like asses because you were incorrect about a lot of things you were assuming. Uh, but that's not the point. On social media, facts are not the point. It's just emotion. And one thing that I noticed, um, it didn't bother me, but I noticed it because I don't put my emotional factor into social media. As you guys, as many of you know, I'm a master troll and I'm hard to troll because I don't get emotional over things on social media. I don't. I don't get mad. I don't talk about your mom or your kids. I, I don't challenge you to a fight. I don't do any of that things. The things I get passionate about are what matters to me in the real world. Um, um, saving our kids, uh, looking out for our people, taking care of those that can't take care of themselves. Not your fucking opinion on FB. Young Sean, I'm going to go over. We, we, we still, we still a big ass fucking fish in the ocean, baby. I, hey, I want them three hours instead of the four, Young Sean, but don't think, oh, we ain't going to get too proper. You 16 now, so you, you know, you, you know about not being proper. So I just want to talk to y'all guys about opinion real quick. Why do you let other uh, people's, uh, 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 people's. Why do you let other people's opinion on social media affect you so much? 
Do you guys realize that when you get in your emotion over a stranger's opinion on social media, do you know that's indicative of you having some kind of a mental problem? Like there's something emotionally unbalanced and wrong with you. If anything that a stranger says, get under your skin. People come at me all the time because I, I'm strong-minded. I'm, I have my opinions. Um, you know, I used to get death threats from a lot of Trump supporters. It never bothered me. Matter of fact, a lot of them thought I lived in New York. I'm like, no, I live in Georgia. You know, if you, you want to link up someplace and kill me, let me know. Or you motherfuckers are clowns to me. I'm not emotional. I'm not reporting you. I'm not blocking you. I'm not doing anything like that because I'm not emotionally attached to this bullshit. I'm not. I'm sorry. I know many of you would like me to be, but I'm sim- I simply am not. So when you spend your emotional energy trying to get under my skin, I just send you back a bunch of laughing emojis because it's really not that serious. To me. And if you want to, if you want smoke, I'm the perfect smoke giver in person or virtually. But I don't I just don't worry about it. So when I saw this young man take his post down because people were jumping on him for sharing his opinion, I really was not sad for him. But it really made me think about the condition that we're in right now. We like to tell other people how they should think and what they should be talking about. But who gives us the fucking right to do so? Who the fuck are any of you? Who the fuck am I? Don't get me wrong. We're all guilty of saying, you're talking about this too much. This is irrelevant. Why are you standing up for this but not standing up for that? We're the fucking police. We like to police people. But here's what's funny about that, right? Isn't it funny how we like to police people's thoughts, words, and actions, but when somebody tries to police ours, we get on the defensive? Doesn't that make many of us bitch-ass niggas? Think about this. If this applies to you, aren't you a bitch-ass nigga? Aren't you a bitch-ass nigga for a stranger's opinion making your face red or getting your blood pressure up? Let me tell you something. If motherfuckers want to wait online for Popeyes for five hours, go ahead and do it. It's your five hours, not mine. I'm going to clown you and I'm going to call you a retard because that's just my opinion. But it doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong. If you want to talk about Jay-Z and Colin Kaepernick, knock yourself out. This is social media. I'm not your father. I'm not your daddy. I'm none of that. So, folks, I just wanted to tell you real quick before we get into the show. Stop letting other people's opinions get so deep under your fucking skin. You have to understand social media is taking you over. If I didn't have a radio show, if I didn't have a podcast, I probably wouldn't be on Facebook. I've been in Facebook jail a trillion times and I never gave a fuck. So, pick up to my man Stevie Like Atkins and, and, and Marquis Cunningham and Angus Black and all of my people that, that, that Derek Josie and Anthony Ho, all of my people that don't take this shit to bed with them. You know, yo, we, we don't have the right to tell people what they're going to talk about and how long they can talk. We, but you can give them your opinion. Listen, people, once you put your opinion on social media, everybody has a right to get at you. And once you respond, everybody has a right to get on you. So I can give you my opinion about standing online for Popeyes, but I'm not your daddy. Stand online for the fucking chicken sandwich for three hours if you want. I haven't stood online or waited online at all. That's why I haven't had a Popeyes chicken sandwich. I don't really eat Popeyes like that, so I'm not really missing it. I'll get the sandwich and tell y'all about it when I get it. 
Stop letting people tell you what you're supposed to do. These are nobodies. These are just people that are so ass hurt by your opinion. They think they should tell you how long you should talk, what you should say, and when you should say it. Fuck them all. This is your account, not anybody else's. All right? Y'all stop being so emo. Please. And if you're emo and you listen to my show, please don't turn the show off because I just called you a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Play that dealer. Here's what we have for you on today's show, family. Um, family, I am not ignoring your comments and feedback. Not at all. I just have to complete. I have to uh, compile it all because it gets away from me. And uh, it's, it's not like it's a ton of it, but it's enough that if I miss a few, I fall behind. So please don't stop communicating with the show. Y'all know damn well I don't take y'all for granted. And I'll be putting something together uh, uh, with the fam, with the feedback and all that stuff. Family, Back by Popular Demand is the new segment I launched last week called Humans. Well, it was man versus wild animals that kill. But I switched it to humans versus wild animals that kill. Y'all enjoyed that as much as I did. And I'm not doing it every week, but it is returning today. As a matter of fact, that's going to be the last segment of the show today. So we can close out with a bang. A uh, fan between gym news, dumb shit news, the world's most trifling. I just have too much insanity uh, for you today. Uh, the insanity level for today's show is cold red fuckery and foolery, just to pre-warn you. Uh, with that being said, we have gym news. We have dumb shit news. Uh, I think on segment five, family, I'm going to tell you all about the worst kissing and the worst sex experience I ever had. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to head on. I'm going to go ahead on and remind all of you now that this is an adult only show. All right. A lot of people listen to it because it's a guilty pleasure and it's just the reality talk that they've been waiting for. So when I tell you all the sex story, I don't want to hear no belly aching from you emos. Stop your blood clot whining. All right. Put your damn earbuds in at the job so you don't get fired. Um, all right. Sean, when I do that, you have to cover your ears and play that Dilla. Fan, we has just we have just asked Jeff in the FB post of the week for you today. The just asked Jeff might overrun the post. We'll see. I have the world's most trifling people contest later in the show, and as we hit the lows of the uh, most trifling, we bring you right back up with the highs of the opposite of trifling segment. Of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of the show until I give you all that. What? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to talk to you about stamina. You need to know that there is more than one kind of stamina, fam. Of course, we have another for the last couple of weeks. It's only going to be around for another couple of weeks. We have another great throwback classic podcast from Mr. Moody's Neighborhood at around 4 p.m. And of course, from 5 to 6 p.m., we have the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Natural. All of that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this four-hour flight because verbal raw dog season has officially begun. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on BeatBreak87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com family. Every time I do these shows, I am hoping that they find you guys just in the right state of mind, uh, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually. And if you're not, I try to encourage you that you can get there. Uh, this is something I want to try to do today very quickly. 
Family, I want to talk to you about stamina. Oh, no, no, not just uh, treadmill stamina. Uh, not just basketball stamina, not just bedroom stamina, not just all of the things that we typically put the label of stamina upon. He has so much stamina. She has so much stamina. No, we're, we're, we're talking about staminas of all kind, mental, spiritual, physical, and beyond. Today is the day that you begin the habit of exercising your mind and your soul as well as your body. You're going to need it. We are all going to need it. Because what this world is providing to us and what this world is exposing to us, this is an uphill climb. Many of us wake up every morning and we wonder where are we going, how are we going to get there, and what are we going to do if everything falls apart. We become weak. We become frail. Sometimes we quit. Sometimes we want to quit. I am not perfect. I am probably more imperfect than you are. I've been there. I don't lie. I would not tell you I'm a person that never feels down. I would not tell you I'm a person that never feels like I'm not going to make it to the next day. That I just want to put everything away and just move on. I would never tell you that because I claim to love you. And if I lie to you like that, then I'm full of crap. Today is the day we work on our stamina. Because as you know, this thing called life will give us highs and lows. At our highs, things are peachy. We're energized. We are joyous. We're happy. We're pleasant. But then at our lowest, we need to learn to utilize our stamina. Family, where is your stamina? Where is your mental stamina? When you're tired, but you have to utilize your mind and your brain to all my students out there. I know that you've crammed until two hours before test time. And so now mentally and spiritually, you're fatigued. And there you are sitting at that desk taking that test. And you're believing that you're not going to make it. I am here to tell you that today you will start working on your stamina. You will find a way to get through. You will find a way to succeed. You will find a way to focus. The best always do. Where's your health right now? Is it to the point where you are starting to give up on yourself? I know people that give up on themselves and I watch them rot and corrode and fade away. Well, I would be damned if I allow you to do that. I have been through physical kind of athlete issues. You know, I had an open heart surgery with a perfectly healthy heart. Some of you say, well, how does that work, Moody? I'll tell you. I was born with a birth defect. I went into surgery in 2016 with, with what they said was one of the healthiest hearts they'd ever seen. But they had to deal with a birth uh, uh, defect and they had to deal with my aorta. I never gave up. I never thought for one minute I wouldn't come back strong. Here I am standing before you talking now stronger than ever. In your love life, in your professional career, in your relationship with the Most High, whoever you serve, whoever you worship, in your daily life, in your weight struggles, in your educational struggles, in your life struggles, I am here to tell you that today you will work on your stamina. Stamina means more than getting on a treadmill and running for 50 minutes and hopping off like you did something. What the use is it to be physically 
of stamina when your mental and spiritual are not in proper shape. Today is the day. Today is the day that you increase your spiritual stamina. Today is the day that you increase your mental stamina. You will read more. You will you will study more. You will gossip less. You will pray more. You will you will meditate more. You will do more things to make yourself a solid temple of dominance. You will not quit. You will not sit on your ass. You will not give up. Stamina means more than being able to run a mile. Stamina also means being able to think and feel dominant even when you know you are not. Today, family, we all begin as a family in a unit to work on our stamina. Moody motivation, y'all. Get strong because it's true. Only the strong survive and even the weak can survive. If we are strong to take care of the weak. Today we work on our stamina. We'll be right back with Jim News. This is the Jeffers Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Young Sean, uh, remember that when you get older now. No, not when you get older. Remember it right now. Work on that stamina family. Let me tell y'all something. Work on your stamina more than than physical endurance you know a couple of days ago somebody very close to me said something without thinking about the hypocrisy and double standard of what they were saying and it was about to put me in the slump and i went into my shell that i go into and i realized i said "Ah, you gotta you gotta uh, utilize your spiritual and, and and your emotional stamina right now there's no time to be acting like a bitch ass nigga did you guys know when I say bitch ass nigga, I'm not talking about black people. I, I actually say nuka, like N-U-C-K-A. Oh, don't think you safe. <laughs> Play that dealer, young Sean. Boy, I'm on one today. I'm on one every week, but I'm on one today. <clears throat> Let's do some gym news, folks. Uh, this is the Jeffers Moody Show on Beat Break Radio, uh, FM.com. And next week, I'm going to give you guys the full layout of how to reach me. We are having some miscommunication problems. We do good numbers here, but they could be much more. I think we kind of confuse people, to be honest with you, of how to reach us. I know I do, besides Beat Break Radio, FM.com. That's why I tell you to go. But next week, things are becoming clearer, and we're getting we're getting chiseled now. All right, but let's do this gym news. Young Sean, do me a favor and play that Dilla May. Parents sue district after student forced to color in haircut design with a sharpie. I want you guys to think about what I'm saying here, really quickly. Uh, a young man came to school with parts. For those of you that get haircuts, you know what a fucking part is. And the the school officials made him take a Sharpie and and put it to his skin and color his hair in. There was something sadistic about that. There was something culturally inappropriate about that. There was something very racist about that. Let's uh, talk about it. A Texas school district is being sued by the parents of an African-American middle schooler. Yeah, he was in middle school. They go for our young. That's who they go for. He was forced to color in his haircut design with a Sharpie. 
The parents raised the grievance against the Pearland Independent School District over the weekend and alleged racial discrimination. The suit states that the 13-year-old teacher, the 13-year-old's teacher and other administrators laughed as the marker was used to fill in the, the design, stressing that the teen's haircut went against the district code policy. The suit says the team was degraded during the process and felt the punishment was highly offensive, which has led to anxiety and depression in the incident's aftermath. The district has come to since change its dress code policy by lifting the restrictions on hairstyles. Let me run something by you guys real quick. The reason that you lifted the restriction on hairstyles, because you know you're dead wrong and you know you're a bunch of clan people. Shit like this is always coming out of Texas and, and, and Kentucky and Alabama and shit like that. Who the fuck? I don't know how, you know, I don't know who to be mad at sometimes. Parents, talk to your kids. Talk to your kids. My daughter, before she put a marker to her head, my daughter would have got up and walked out of class. And walked out of school and got in her car and called us and came home. And we would have went to her school and raised all fucking hell. You made a middle, a 13 year old. I can imagine what that probably feels like when you tell a 13 year old to get a magic marker because you don't like the parts in this. By the way, y'all, there was nothing inappropriate. It's not like he had fuck you shaved in his head or anything. It was just designs. Oh, isn't it, isn't it funny how quick they switch their policies up when that heat come, though? Way to go, Texas School Board. Yo, let me tell y'all. I keep warning y'all against this racist shit. Y'all keep fucking around. There's going to be some shit, and y'all keep playing around. They are attacking our women and our children now. Fellas, it used to just be us. Moving right along. Kentucky biology teacher allegedly raped boy multiple times over the summer break. I'm going to sound like the biggest ass in the world over this story. A Kentucky teacher has been charged with multiple counts of rape after allegedly having sex with one of her 15-year-old male students. Ain't no allegedly. Y'all know she y'all know she got that young dick. Y'all know what it is. Kendall Burke, 23 years old, 8 years older than the 15-year-old, was a biology teacher at Grant County High School. According to the Grant County Sheriff's Office, she allegedly began a relationship with the student at the end of last school year that turned sexual over the summer. So she was booked into jail last Wednesday. And uh, I got this from People Magazine. They confirmed that she has been charged with four counts of rape and four counts of sodomy, both D felonies. She was held on $50,000 bond now burke is a recent graduate of the university of kentucky (laughs) hey and had been teaching at the school for two years the school district in grant county sheriff told local 12 that the investigation and arrest unfolded very quickly on wednesday a student told the teacher about the alleged sexual contact the teacher immediately told the administration the same day the administration called the police. So um, let me just say this uh, really quickly. Uh, in Kentucky, uh, uh, um, by a state statute, both rape and sodomy in the third degree are punishable by one to five years in prison. If she's convicted on all accounts, she could face up to 40 years in prison. 
Uh, Burke has not yet entered a plea, and court records do not reflect an attorney authorized to speak on her behalf. I'm going to say this real quick. I don't. The, the double standard in this society between men and women when it comes to age is amazing. I'm going to tell you guys, I, I, hey, in my past, I've slept with someone that used to be my teacher, but it was many years later when I was over 18 and she was however age old she was. But you know, back in my day, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Uh, young Sean, that's the problem with everybody. Young Sean, I'll be fucking with your teachers in school, man. Play that Dilla. Back in my day, this shit was a badge of honor. Ain't that funny how statutory rape, when it's a woman doing it to a man, can be... Hey, yo, I know plenty of kids that slept with teachers. We didn't... They was the man. Yo, we didn't go around blabbing. We didn't go around telling. We didn't do none of that. And I'm not saying that these kids shouldn't. They should. It's that statutory rape is statutory rape. Um, but family, maybe we should start having discussions about this double standard. I only got two stories for you. I had to tell you about the kid with that magic marker. Y'all want to get so mad on social media? To, to think about somebody putting a fucking magic mark on your child's head to color in a part. But this is my this is my story. You you know we're fucking up. And I'm a part of that fuck up system. When I was 17, I I I slept with a 36-year-old. So technically she raped me. When I was uh 13, I slept with a 15-year-old. I don't think that's rape. When I was 14, I slept with a uh 18-year-old. Is that rape? Oh, and a 19-year-old. When I was 15, I slept with an 18-year-old. But when I got over 17, it was a wrap. When I was 17, I was up in the 30s and 40s. When I was 16, I was in the 30s. So I got raped a bunch of times. Am I psychologically damaged? No. Am I addicted to... I'm addicted to having sex with my wife. I actually like sex. But I don't run out and pay for prostitutes. And I don't go in parking lots and jerk off and skeet all over the fucking... Uh, uh, parking space <laughs> and because I'm a guy that's that's alright yo when you look if this was a girl and a, and a man teacher the whole world would be outraged ain't that something the whole world's outraged over R. Kelly peeing on a kid allegedly uh, he peed uh, but the world wouldn't be outraged if it was Rihanna fucking a 17 year old boy or a 16 year old boy the double standard is ridiculous and it's destructive. So I don't know how y'all feel about that, but hit me up at 678-386-5331. Yo, teachers are fucking young boys all the time. And me and all of my hypocrisy and double standard, it's like I'm looking at this lady like, yeah, you know, she's just eight years older than them. Yeah, you know. And the, and the kids, they're giving the pussy to her telling. That's unheard of in my day. No, I'm not condoning it. I'm just telling you what the truth is. Well, what the hell do we have such a problem with somebody standing here telling us the truth for nowadays? But if that was a, if that was a man that was 18 years old, older than a 15-whatever-year-old girl, I'd be ready to go meet him someplace and beat the shit out of him. 
Oh, America, we got a sexism problem. We got a motherfucking uh, uh, male chauvinist pig problem. We got a double standard problem. We got a hypocrisy problem. We got a fake outrage problem. Because when these teachers are fucking these young men, Me Too movement and nothing don't say a motherfucking thing. Only when it's women. So y'all don't care about kids at all. You only care about genders of kids. All right. If y'all thought that was news... Wait till I get back with the dumb shit. <laughs> it's the Jeff is Moody show. Don't they get better every week? Young Sean, don't we heat it up every week? Boy, you can't stop a well-oiled machine. Mm. Play that dealer, Young Sean. We'll be right back with dumb shit news on the Jeff is Moody show. Beat Break Radio, FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Young Sean, play that dealer for me, man. Keep it going, man. Uh, you know, so many people uh, say, and, it, and this is, uh, I, I, I appreciate compliments, but I, but I think I appreciate love more than compliments. You know, because somebody could compliment you, but they don't love you or like you. Um, you know, they just, it could be false or whatever, but I just appreciate genuine people. And with the Jeff is Moody show, so many people are like, I always feel like when I listen to this show, because it used to be one or two, and but that's kind of like a, a thing now. It's like, I just feel like I'm sitting talking to you in person. Damn it, y'all. You know, you, you, you know, I, I can't tell you how many people when I first started complained about my language and all of that stuff. But these same motherfuckers go watch Kevin Hart and the, yo, we just so hypocritical and double standard. It's ridiculous, B. You know, if I'm Howard Stern, y'all love me. If, if Kevin Hart did this show or if I got signed to Kevin Hart Network, by the way, y'all better not sleep on what's going on with me. You can if you want. That's fine. But um, you'd love it. Sometimes just because people don't know you well, they, they just want to regulate you. Yeah, I'm just a guy. You know, I'm just a guy that's um, sitting here talking to the people, man. Yeah, Sean, play that dealer. And it's sincere, and you can't deny it because you feel it. Man, let's do some dumb shit news. Yo, I had so much dumb shit news that I was trying to pick. I could have done five segments of dumb shit news this week. I just literally randomly picked dumb shit news stories all right so let's do some dumb shit news on the jeff is moody show beat break radio fm.com 678-386-5331 is not a number for you to call motherfuckers it's a number for you to text most of you get that some of you don't that's why i don't pick up the phone (laughs) hey listen side chick tortures man's house after he calls her for sex then falls asleep All right, this article goes on to say, nobody likes to get stood up, especially when you're the alleged side chick. That's the lesson cops learned in Woodbury, New Jersey last week. Lord, Lord, Lord. When a 29-year-old woman set fire to a man's house after he invited her over for some late night sex, and then he fell asleep, leaving her stranded outside. (laughs) So she texted him. She said, you wasted my money to come out here. uh, Todger Russell allegedly seethed in a text message. I see you want to (laughs) die. Yeah, sure. He he called her over for sex and my man just fell asleep 
and, and she couldn't get in contact with him. She set his house on fire and texted him. That was a reason for him to die. Yo, I would love to know how far she lived for him, from him for her to say that you wasted my money to come out here. She just really wanted that peen. Ladies, does this sound like a woman that wanted that peen? Yo, see, fellas? Hey. Y'all out here? Hey. All right. I ain't going to say nothing about your side pieces. I'm just saying, though, bro. Y'all might want to do psychiatric evaluations on your side pieces. So, uh, Russell, the arsonist, she's a resident of Gloucester Township. I think I said that right. I'm sorry if I did. She's charged with, check, check out she altered her life, folks. She's charged with attempted homicide, aggravated arson, aggravated assault, endangering creating substantial risk of death and criminal mischief for the alleged torching last week. This biatch is going to jail for years over some dick she just altered her life for years cops in woodbury city sent out a press release over the weekend explaining how they arrested her on tuesday after recovering the text messages she sent to her alleged hookup buddy the victim who uh, whose identity is being withheld told authorities that he woke up to find his home engulfed in flames <laughs> And ain't missed calls from Russell. <laughs> Damn, that shit ain't funny. Yo, it ain't funny because the king could have died, right? But it's like he woke up with the house on fire and the motherfucker checked his text message. <laughs> Play that Della. <laughs> this thing is like, yo, somebody set my house on. Let me see if somebody texts me about setting my house on fire. So the man was covered head to toe in soot and ash when cops came in the concert. This shit is not funny. When cops came into contact with him, according to the Cherry Hill Courier Post, he reportedly ran two-tenths of a mile from his house to the police station wearing only a t-shirt, butt-ass naked, dick out. All for your side piece, bruh. Cops took him to the hospital where he was treated for smoke inhalation and burns. The man's residence and contents were completely destroyed. Um, He told investigators that uh, Russell was a side chick He'd been having sexual relationships with her and um, surveillance video captured outside the man's house shows Russell outside just prior to the fire. Yo, she set his house on fire because he, he, he called her over and fell asleep. She didn't turn around and go back home and cuss him out later. She set his house on fire. Fellas, either don't get a side piece or, or run a background check on your side pieces. Yo, this chick Life is done. She's going to jail for years. Once again, ladies, any outrage, because if this was a guy that burned a woman's house down, y'all would be going crazy. That's why I'd be laughing kind of at the Me Too movement. Not because of the women that suffer. I'm not laughing at the victims. I support y'all. But the movement's full of shit. Y'all just pick and choose when y'all going to be outraged. Where's the outrage? Yo, fellas, when a man abuses a woman, we as men, we should be the ones that jump all over that man. Women, it's the same thing. Y'all haven't even heard about that story till I mentioned it, have y'all? She could have killed that man. She traded her fucking life over some dick. All you arsonist type side chicks listen to me right now like, fuck him. Fuck him. I burn his shit too. 
I burned Jeff shit too. Yo, she traded her life for dick. Move around the wall. Yeah, for dick. Penis. Excuse me. Play Adela. Televangelist Jim Baker, oh, one of the biggest pieces of shits on the planet, he warns his flock that Christian leaders and Republicans will die if Trump loses in 2020. So I got this from an online publication called Uprock. Salute to Uprock. Y'all go check them out. U-P-R-O-X-X. Um, they tell the truth and they they do their research, but they do it in a comedic way. They do serious research, but they tell the stories in a comedic way. Um, Jim Baker, otherwise known as half of the disgraced 80s televangelist power couple, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Remember those two pieces of shit? Uh, um, they spent a decade and a half quietly rebuilding the empire after serling, serving nearly five years of a 45-year prison uh, sentence for fraud and conspiracy-related charges from 1989 to 1994. Not to be confused with the drug and rape allegations. Y'all remember Jessica Hahn, the actress? She uh, That derailed his career in 1987 because she said he drugged and raped her. He's a piece of shit. I can imagine it. Uh, this is what he said. In the present, it should come as very little surprise that the reform... No, 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 no. Fuck all that. Let's get to the point. Let me give you all his biggest statement. He's a big supporter of, of, of Donald Trump, and you guys know that. He loves when Donald Trump spews dangerous rhetoric because, you know, when Trump talks, he tries to get people killed with his rhetoric. He's the only president in the... United States in the modern era that has ever gotten away with openly trying to get people killed with his rhetoric. White privilege. Can somebody say white privilege? Come on, all together now. Let's say white privilege. Hmm. Uh, Baker told his followers that if Trump doesn't get reelected in 2020, that leaders of the gospel and the political conservative leaders are going to be murdered. <laughs> Here's an excerpt of what he said to his dumbass, clan-ass congregation. I added that. I added that in there. Dumbass, clan-ass. Play that Dilla. Here's what he says, folks. What's coming next if we keep losing you're going to see the leaders of the church and the leaders of the gospel and the political conservative leaders that are powerful. You're going to see them suddenly die, suddenly kill, suddenly as they were driving, suddenly as they were in a boat, suddenly in an airplane. You're going to see it one after another. God spoke to me years ago what would happen near the end. And I believe we're in that time. There's so much desperation. This is life and death. This is the hatred of murder in the country. That shit doesn't even really make sense to me, folks. But this is a motherfucker that is wishing death on people if Trump loses in 2020. Y'all tell me. Y'all remember Ludacris got pulled for move, bitch, get out the way. Was it Pepsi or Coke that pulled him? Do y'all remember Barack Obama went under all hell for going to the church of Jeremiah Wright? Who simply said if America keeps up his evil ways, then America will be damned. Nothing but the truth right there. Do y'all remember all the heat that comes down on Farrakhan when you can't find one Nation of Islam member that has done a domestic uh, terrorist act in America? Isn't it funny how those guys get all that scrutiny? But this motherfucking Satan ass 
fake preacher can just get away with this scot-free. Y'all guys telling me we don't have a problem. I keep telling y'all with 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 this new shit, with my talk show and the things that I say, if you want me to stop talking about racism, what do I tell y'all? Stop doing what? Stop doing racist shit. Y'all, this is supposed to be a preacher. Now he's a clown. You you know you 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 know what, Jerry? May, maybe the first person to die will be you. Oh, I forgot. One of one of your people's already bit the bucket. Who's the who's the billionaire that was heavy, heavy, heavy in the trunk? Maybe karma's coming to get you guys. I don't know. Me personally, I don't particularly wish death on too much of anyone, except for people that kill children and mass murderers and people that well, okay, so I do wish death on people. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I was trying to skate around that shit. Alright, I'll be wishing death. Play that Dilla. Somebody like uh, Jeff, you better watch it. Karma will get you. Maybe so. I tell you what, I don't wish death on nobody over their race, creed, or color, or sexual preference. Or religious preference. I just hate hate mongers. You know what's scary about this is. Oh, wait a minute, Jerry, and you said if we keep losing, wait a minute, I thought, I thought that, I thought Donald, I thought Don Hitler said you guys were winning. Hey, America, how y'all like this winning? How's this winning, huh? Y'all know when the Republicans is in power, uh, when the Democrats are in power, but by the way, Democrats, Republicans, all of you are assholes. I hate all of you. You are all pieces of shit. You are gangbangers. And all of you that are loyal to someone strictly because they're Democrat or Republican, you're, you're a piece of shit too. Um, but when Democrats are in, in charge, isn't it funny how the Republicans go crazy over the deficit? Do you guys know that Trump is getting ready to have a record-breaking deficit and they're not saying nothing? Hey, how y'all like this winning? All oh, you stupid bastards. That was it. I saw a little couple of extra money in my check. Master Trump don't got an extra $87 in my check. Shaka shaka Dumbass. Play that Dilla, young Sean. Yo, this is a man that's saying uh, that, that people are going to die if Trump don't win. And it's all right with y'all. You know, if I was the authorities or the FBI, I would be like, I wonder, is he planning something? Oh, uh, he's an old, rich white man. And that's all right. You want me to stop talking about white privilege? Y'all better stop doing white privilege shit. Last piece of news. I can't even begin with this, so I'm going to get it and get out. A Florida man was arrested for a botched cast, uh, castration on a man he met on the dark web. So, folks, really quickly, a 74-year-old man met another guy on the dark web, and they have something called castration fetish where people like to have their balls castrated. And they got together, and this man let him try to cut his balls off, and, and, it, and it went bad, and they arrested him. Did y'all know that they had things called castration fetishes? No? Did y'all know that? Because I didn't know that. Um, His bond is set at $250,000. His name is Gary Van Ryswick. R-Y-S-W-Y-K. No, Google it because y'all think I'll be making this shit up. 
Yo, they have a castration dart group, and they like to hook up and cut each other's balls off. I don't, I don't know what to say past that except for uh, we'll be right back on the Jeff is Moody show. No, y'all go Google it. Check it out for yourself. Yuck. I'll be right back with my worst kissing in sex experiences. If you still sitting in your seat, you might want to strap in for this next segment. Young Sean, play that Dilla. Yo, they got they got people that like to get their balls cut off. What if you want your ball back? Can you get your nut back? You can't get your nut back, right? Your nut's gone. Wow. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. All right, young Sean. Uh, 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 for, for a portion of this, young Sean, for the kissing part, you're going to be fine. For the sex part, you're going to have to put your earplugs in. I, I mean, you know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, well, you're kind of like a, a, an employee at this stage. Life is real. You know, young actors, people in the entertainment business, y'all grow up fast. And, and, and we got an eye on you, young Sean. We're not going to corrupt you. You know, they got you working on the most raw show in, on the whole fucking station. <laughs> but I got to tell these people about my worst kissing and sex experience. Young Sean, if I was thinking in advance, I would have you play some tragic music or some slow jams or something. But we're going to stick with that Dilla. So uh, let me tell you where I thought it is from. First of all, I was having a conversation with somebody. And we was having flashbacks, right? We were just talking about when we were younger and the kind of chicks we used to mess with and all that. But one thing that got me thinking about the kissing thing I saw a video clip where I guess it was a guy it was a guy and his girlfriend or whatever and they got the Popeye sandwich. And they ate, you know, they were like, oh, we got our sandwich and they ate the sandwich. This this shit has been so embarrassing. You motherfuckers with this chicken shit. You know, I wanted to buy the, the goddamn sandwich and do a funny review for my family. Cause I like entertaining my family and making them smile. That means a lot to me to make them smile. But when I saw I had to wait for food, it wasn't happening. Jeff don't wait. Moody don't wait. You better ask somebody that know me. I barely wait for shit. I wait on the line to give blood. I wait on the line to volunteer. I wait on the line to mentor. I wait on the line to help some children or something like that. I wait on the line to 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 to, to speak some encouraging words to people. But I'm not waiting on line for sneakers and phones and chicken. But that's just my opinion, right? But when I saw them kiss after they ate the chicken. I, got a, I had a bad flashback. So let me tell you all about the worst kiss I ever had. It was around 1988, I think. And I was in Brooklyn. And they used to have a little hangout spot on uh, Flatbush Avenue. It was like on Flatbush. For all my Brooklyn heads, all my Flatbush Brooklyn heads, what up? Ring the bell. Play that dealer for Brooklyn, Sean. It was like on Flatbush Avenue between church, somewhere between like church and Martins and church and Linden, right? Y'all following me there? It's in the 80s. There's a little upstairs spot. It was real dark. They played a lot of good hip hop and reggae and slow jazz. It's a dark spot. You know, motherfuckers being there smoking weed, fucking, getting blowjobs, but it was cool though. 
Ain't it, ain't it funny when some people think it cool? Ah, stop being so anal retentive, y'all. I know a lot of y'all college people. See, y'all, y'all like to go to college, a lot of y'all. And y'all like to do all the fuckery that college is about sometimes. And y'all like to come out like it ain't never happened. Y'all can't fool people. Y'all can fool. I know what some of y'all, but I done been on college campuses. On a visit. <laughs> fool some people summertime. Can't fool me none of the time. So, yo. Anyway, so I met this chick in there. Who's chopping it up. We went and we bought some drinks. I bought them. I bought them. You know, I bought them. I bought them. Back in the day, man, it's the 80s. I think a Heineken was two dollars or two fifty. I can't quite remember. So we sat for like an hour. We chopped it up. You know, she grabbed she grabbed my meat. I never met her before. She was fine as fuck though. And um, we, you know, chopping it up and chopping it up. So finally, I got. We went and sat in this corner. It was mad dark. And finally, I got to the point, I was like, yo, I'm kind of tired of talking. I want to taste them lips, you know what I'm saying? You know, 87, 88, you know, I still was, you know, I was like an old-ass man. I'm on my own. My plan was to get it started there and get her back to the crib. You feel me? And Sean, you might want to cover your ears for the kissing shit, actually. I thought you could listen to this. Cover your ears and play that dealer, boy. She was like, what? That's what you want to taste? What you think they taste like? I was like, I don't know. I'm trying to find out, though. She was like, that's what's up. So why don't you come get them? That's how we was talking, right? Yo, fam. Let me tell you why this Popeye shit took me back. As I was leaning in to kiss her on her lips and get some tongue, y'all know what I smell? I smell chicken, man. Nigga, I smell chicken. But I was a little buzzed. I was a little blitz, you know, because I was smoking, smoking weed back then and shit. Not a lot. I wasn't never a big smoker, but I was. You know what I'm saying. I said, you smell chicken, but it could be somebody might have smuggled some chicken up in here. Certainly not her with her fine ass. So I went in, y'all. As I was going in for the kiss, and and she we start tonguing. Y'all know what I felt? I felt a particle come out of her mouth and into my mouth. And when that particle came in my yeah, I know. Ew, ew, yo. If you know me, you know I'm a germaphobe kind of guy. I've been a germaphobe. So as that particle was coming into my mouth, I was like, what the fuck? Young Sean, play that, play the devil, play the devil. And then all my senses got active and, and all I could smell, y'all, was Heineken and chicken. She had a loose piece of chicken in her mouth. So when I turned it down, it came in my mouth. Wait, it came in my mouth. That don't sound too right. Pause. It transferred over to my mouth. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of Beat Break's hottest shows. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So immediately I was like, yo, the fuck? And when I said that, everybody was like, yo, 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 what up? Yo, we ain't tolerate no book. I was like, nah, 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 we good. They was like, yo, who's that, Moody? I said, yeah. They was like, yo, Quan, chill, because people called me Quan, too, back in the day. They said, Quan, chill. You good, God? I said, yeah, I'm straight. I said, yo, what you have in your mouth? She was like, yo, I don't know. I said, what did you eat? Yo, she had chicken wings and fried rice, son. Y'all know how much I be telling y'all about chicken wings and fried rice, right? Yo, I, I told y'all how 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 impressive it was to, to get women chicken wings and fried rice. But that was like 87, 88. I think it was more 88. Do y'all know after that, I really tongue-kissed a women and I'm not bragging. I'm just being honest with y'all because this is an honest show. I've slept with an inordinate amount of women. All protected except for the ones I was serious. Do y'all know I haven't I've only had unprotected sex like three or four times. I'm 49, I've traveled all over the place, and I've only had unprotected sex three or four times. Maybe that's too much. One of them is my wife. One of them is Mrs. Moody. Oh, I'm a germaphobe and I love condoms. But if I was in a serious relationship with somebody, young Sean, we going 15. Does it even matter at this stage, young Sean? Play that dilla. Ever since then, from 1988 to when I got married, and I think it was 95 or 96 when I got married. No, it was 96, I believe. No, Mrs. Moody is not going to kill me. She know I got a bad memory. Do y'all know that from that time to now, I have not tongue-kissed five women. I was mentally scarred. I wasn't mentally scarred when I was young sleeping with older women, but I was mentally scarred from this chicken transferred. And I can't, I couldn't even really blame it on her. She ate. Like, I can't tell you how many times a female came to my house and we either had sex, then we ate, or we ate and waited a little while and then we had sex, but I never felt a particle of food in my mouth. And her breath never smelled like it. I wasn't really mad at Shorty, but she was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And and I just, she kind of laughed about it. After a while, after she found I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. Um, We went back to my spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, y'all know how it go after that. All right, so that was my worst sexual check. Yeah, I got chicken particles from another mouth. Yo, when I went home, I brushed my teeth, I gargled. She didn't have a toothbrush, so she gargled. And, and you know what, because we walked. While we was walking to the crib, she um she was like, yo, and that was a good walk. That was like a 45, 50 minute walk. But this is Brooklyn in the summertime, y'all. For those for those of you in the know, y'all know that ain't a big deal. She thought it was funny after a while. She gargled and she drank water and we went to the crib and rolled up and drank a little something more, you know. All that other stuff is is what we did. Gosh, she was gorgeous. I can't. Remember a name or nothing else. 
All right, so I'm gonna tell you about my my sexual experience because that's worse than the the uh, chicken. Young Sean, now you got to put the earbuds in your ear. So, 88 again, and I'm about to indulge on a menage a trois. But I had a lot of homies, and one of the homies, one of my bro, big bros, he hooked me up with it was two little bangers. It's around my birthday. So they came over a spot and it was those two and it was a I guess what y'all call a dyke or whatever, whatever. I don't whatever whatever the term was, right? Bulldagger, dyke, homosexual, lesbian, whatever y'all call it is fine with me. She was good people with me. I kind of knew them from around. I knew two of them from around anyway. So she brung. I was down with one shorty. She brung another shorty. That was her. That was her girls right there, right? So we sat around for a while, man, and we bugged out. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we, I'm just keeping it real with y'all. Did the drinking, did the smut, did all that. And then, you know, cats was like, "Yo, we out of here, son. Happy birthday, happy birthday, baby, bro. We gone, b. Do that." So I'm in the room with two of the finest chicks and the lesbian. I guess they all were lesbians to a degree. Well, not it was all lesbian. We start getting it on, no kissing. There was no kissing going on that night. Kissing on the neck and stuff like that, right? Anyway, it it starts going down. So the the lesbian, she's sitting on. I know her name. I'm not gonna say her name. I know her name. Still, after all these years, she's sitting on the couch watching us, and she's kind of rubbing on us. I was like, "You rub, lesbians rub on themselves." <laughs> Cover your ears, boy. Play that Dilla. So, yo, I, yo, it get there. The the two young ladies, they start interacting. If y'all know what I mean. Start oral servicing each other. No kissing for me. Couldn't do chicken in the mouth twice. I go and I bag up. I throw on the condominium. You know what I mean? I throw on the common sense. You know what I'm saying? That's why I call condoms back then. Condominiums and common sense. I throw them on. We got Shorty kind of servicing Shorty orally, and I lift up Shorty, and I I I, I enter into Shorty. We into we into it. About five, somewhere between in my mind, at least y'all, three and five minutes went by, and I felt I felt somebody step on the bed, but I was in heaven. I ain't paid any mind and also I thought it was one of my OGs so I was like you know it's kind of music related by the way family I felt this presence behind my back and we got a lot of moaning and I mean we having a good time the three of us I felt this presence behind me and something told me to turn like turn my head to see what was going on fam <laughs> play that dilly young Sean play that dilly 
<laughs> and when I turn my head, fam. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I turn I turn my head and my cheek. It hit a dildo. There was a dildo on the right side of my shoulder, bit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh damn. Oh man, y'all can judge me all you want. You can do what you want. Man, I know, I know it's too much for y'all. Sean Garvey, you gotta get that guy out of here. It's all good. I ain't worried about it. I got big things going on, but I'm just ripping this here. Oh damn. Yo, fam. The lesbian? Well, the the the, the guy of the relationship? She got so turned on, she had a strap on or a dildo. She came and stood behind me with a dildo. And when I turned around, I bumped into the dildo. I was like, yo. So I stopped and I was like, yo, son. She was like, yo, what's up? I said, yo, 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 B. Yo, B. Yo, do me a favor. Yo, could you could you get your dick out of my face? Yo, son, could you get your dick out of my face, B? Hey, yo, B, could you, could you get your joint out of my face, man? She's like, yo, you acting like I'm, I'm about to run up in you. I said, yo, you standing behind me, man. She's like, yo, stop acting like a punk, motherfucker, man. You know, and yo, just my instinct, I threw her off the bed. That was the end of the sex session. I never got the orgasm that night. They had to calm everything down. It was chaotic in there. Yo, I've never bumped into it. I've never had a dildo in my face. Uh, it's kind of unpleasant. Um, in the world I come from, that's kind of a thing that men use on women and, and stuff like that. And I understand that people that are into the same sex, they may use sex toys. I am very big on sex toys. My wife and I enjoy sex toys, but I don't enjoy dildos used on me. Uh, yo, I got cheek smacked by a dildo in 88B. I don't even want to finish the show now. Fucking scar. I got cheek smacked by dildo in 88B. Play that dildo, Sean. Shit's embarrassing. Yo, I told everybody we got a kick out of it. By the way, y'all, uh, like the next week, I got with the two chicks and me and homie agreed. She was kind of out of line. She said she was high and a little buzzed. And I don't know what she was planning on doing with that shit. But I don't think it was beneficial <laughs> for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, damn. Aren't you happy Jeff is Moody came along, y'all? Come on. Don't lie. Don't lie. Nah, nah, nah. Look, a lot of motherfuckers get on here. Fake Jack. Not, not Beat Break 87 in particular. But a lot of people get on here, fake jacks. They worry about who gonna listen, who gonna say no, who gonna say yes. I'ma tell y'all to t- I'm gonna talk my shit. I got face smacked by a dildo in '88, son. It's never happened again. Uh, all I would say to you fellas is uh, figuratively and figuratively and literally, when they menages with a third uh, party. Watch your back and your backside. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean. We getting yanked after this, baby. 
if we make it back, that that'll be great. It'll be with the Just Ask Jeff and FB Pulse of the Week thing. But if we don't make it back, Young Sean, happy birthday, happy birthday, man. Play that Dilla. Beat Break Radio FM dot com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break eighty seven. Uh, Young Sean, we played it. We 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 made it back. Um. You know, I, I feel I feel like um, I feel like verbal raw dog is needed, right? Right, young Sean, because people people are so pretentious nowadays. You know, no, I'm not for everybody, but I'm good. I'm good. Yo, I'm gonna tell y'all, it, it's I, I, I'm I'm so excited to be able to not to be. Playing the uh, the the re the classic replays and cutting everything down because as you guys can see, I don't have any problem providing y'all with any amount of content. But I think this is going to be much more sharper. I know this is internet radio, D- yo. You just never know in this business at all. But I but I yo trust me, big things are guan. You hear me? They do. They are. If y'all, if y'all are right now, past the dildo smell. You know, dildo smell like rubber. Um, I, I re- yeah, okay, the, no, okay, too much, a little too much. Okay, let's move on. So, family, we got Just Ask Jeff in the FB post of the week, but I got to tell y'all, the Just Ask Jeff question. I think my FB post of the week is going to fall into next week if it makes it into next week. So big up to King Cedric, staunch supporter of the show, continuously is spreading the word. Oh, my God. Like Peaches D, like like Swole Mean or like, oh, man, guys, I can't thank y'all enough. But let me get to this. Just ask Jeff by big you guys. Thank y'all. Ring the bell for y'all. Cedric asks, or he says in acts, a little while ago, I met a cool chick who I kicked it with at a local hot spot, and then we went to have breakfast after. Cool female, smart, fine as fuck and everything. We had a serious vibe going, but she told me that she had four kids by four men, has never been married, has been in only two serious relationships in her time, And only one of her kids came from what she considered to be a committed relationship of two years. For me personally, that was an instant turn off and killed. That was an instant turn off and killed any visions I had of getting to know her past a homegirl and maybe casual sex partner. If we ever get there, we left breakfast, went our separate ways and we did still chop it up but not with the same frequency. I cooled on hooking up with her. Now, she asked why I suddenly seem to have lost interest in her. I explained that she is absolutely the coolest and I'm always down to kick it to a degree, but I'm just not in the mode to be anything more than homies. Okay, said, I see where you're going. Um, I didn't even mention her kids during that particular conversation. I didn't tell her it was because of the kids or anything. On our last convo, 
Um, it consisted of her catching a slight attitude, which turned major, and saying that she knew this was about her kids, and that's why she doesn't even like telling dudes shit. She basically let me know I wasn't a real nigga, and she said that she would lose my number if I lost hers. After that tirade, I was good with that, and that's how the story ended. Anyway, as I was breaking this down to some friends and family at a get-together, I was shocked that a big portion of the women thought I was foul. Really said, I can see that said, but I got to tell you, there's a lot. Let me, let me reserve, let, let me reserve that. Hold on. They have me out here looking like your guy who had all the high dating standards. Y'all remember so-and-so with the high dating standards from a couple of weeks? I forgot his name. Y'all remember that? The truth is, I just can't invest time in a woman that has so many kids by so many men. Yo, OG, am I wrong? Is that a foul ball? Keep in mind, I have no kids because I choose not to make children outside of wedlock or a serious relationship. If she hadn't have broke fool, I would have been cool to hang with her at the spot or anywhere here and there. But fuck all that. My question is, in your single days, what was the kid cut off as far as you getting serious with a woman? They got me looking crazy over here, OG. Also, I'm putting my loved ones onto your show. They might be listening. Peace to the God. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Said. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Hey, man. Thank you, bro. L- let me tell you something real quick about this. Um. Okay, l- l- let me start this off with saying this really quickly, King. I don't, you know... Women do stand up for women and and when the stupid shit is stupid, just like when men are. I don't get caught up or trapped in all of that. I got to tell you, uh, said, and I think you know it also, I think that is more than half or it may be close to a a vast majority of women that will tell a a woman with four kids by four men that, yo, you can't get, you can't flip if men don't want to go long term with you. I, I know there are women that stand by that kind of stuff, but whatever. Now, as far as the, the one thing that you said here and when she did her. When she went on her tirade. um, she, You said that she said she knew this wasn't about the kids and that's why she doesn't even like telling dudes shit. So what does that mean? Does that mean she don't tell people she has kids that. Does that mean she denies her kids? I'm not sure what that really means. Here's one thing that I'll say. I'm going to give you my honest opinion because this is an issue that 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 you hear about a lot. I'm going to tell you, I've never, I've dated one woman that had children. And I'm talking about seriously. Remember I told y'all I haven't tongue kissed a lot of people? She was one of the people I tongue kissed. And when I met her, she had a two-year-old and he was under my wing, but Yo, the drama behind it was ridiculous. I mean, because his father was a corrections officer and and he thought he was somebody over me. And me and him end up getting in a fight, not over the woman, but just over his disrespect. And I end up beating the shit out of him. And he actually could have got killed because I was outside with all the all my all the all the wolves. And he rolled up like he was on some thug shit. And so I had made up my mind I'm not going to deal with women with kids after that. But, like, after that, I never, I don't hold that against a, listen, we procreate. 
things happen, condoms break, birth control pills fail, or sometimes people just have sex and have children. I think, Cedric, that anytime that a woman is seriously involved in a man, and remember, like a lot of women are not looking at shit like we're going to break up in five weeks. Shit just happens. Things change. So I think that what happens a lot of times, King, is that a woman that has a child with a man, she's not a villain. I know you're not vilifying them. Said, I know that. I've, You know what? I've seen enough correspondence from you to know. But I don't have a problem with a woman with children. Just my personal preferences. It's not something I would get into if you have more than one child. I would say one. If I'm in a woman and she was everything I was looking for and everything I was into and she had a child, maybe even two. I'm older now. Maybe even two. Because you got to think about it, right? Mrs. Moody is probably one of the greatest wives a man can have. But what if, me, what if something happens to me or what if we break up? Let's just say when she meets a man, she has a child. Now, her child would be 17, 18. But with young kids, I, I, here's what I'm going to say honestly about a woman that has four kids and only one of them by what she deems a serious relationship. She's irresponsible. And I know people get mad when we say that. And I know a lot of you are shaking your head, but let me ask you a question. If a man has four kids by four different women, you jump all over him. Do you guys understand the theme of what I'm talking about with the hypocrisy and the bullshit? If a man has four kids by four women, you guys talk about him like a dog. But you know what? A woman has to open her legs and expose the jewel. If you can fuck four men that you're not really into unprotected and just make babies like it ain't shit, we just can't hook up. So I don't know who was knocking you said, but here's the one thing that I'll say. Most men feel like you feel. In fact, most women feel like you feel. Now, you're going to find a troll or two that's going to tell you that you're wrong or whatever. And you're going to find some women that they say hit dogs holler. You're going to find some women that got a gang of kids by a gang of men. And she's used to hearing this. And she's like, motherfucker, you don't know. Da, 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 da. When I fuck them four guys and let them know what the fuck is wrong with a condom? What's wrong with birth control? What's wrong with making a man, ensuring a man does the right thing? Like you can't, you can't just make life for the fuck of it. Life is special. That's why in my life, I, I didn't want to create children. Not so much before I got married because marriage is a sham at points in times too. But before I found someone I knew I would be with for a long time, I didn't want to bring various children from various women in there. We'll talk about that shit at some other time with my past with women. But like I told y'all, listen, man, Cedric, you're not wrong. You're looking out for your best interests. I don't know if that woman wanted to go all the way with you or whatever, but you have to think about it. Four kids by four guys. And according to her, just one that she was serious with. That means that she bangs people raw without a thought to it. And that means that the men that bang her raw don't have a thought to it. So you have an irresponsible woman that fucks with irresponsible men. You're absolutely right for not wanting to enter in, in, into that. Just as a woman that meets that man would go, yo, you got four kids by four women. I'm not trying to be five. Stop letting people dictate. Uh, no, that's right. I tell you what, if I was single in this world, said, I, I do 
Man, I I probably do one. People go, so you gonna turn down a woman that's the best for you because she got four by four? Hell fucking yeah. We're not even gonna get to that stage. If you you've opened your legs raw, I don't care how many guys you're fucking, you're an adult. When guys bang a lot, we get props. When women bang a lot, y'all are whores. That shit is wrong. That shit is hypocritical as fuck. But when you bang raw, you come on. All right. I know some of y'all mad. I don't care. Said, you're not wrong. You're right. You're not wrong. You're right. I could damn near put her in the world's most trifling, but I don't know her situations. Now, I, I can't I can't do four by four. Mm-mm. I can't do numbers like that. <laughs> Play that dealer, young Sean. I can't do numbers like that. Only numbers I could do like that is Kroger's. 10 for 10. We'll be right back with the world's most trifling people. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. Family, it is time for the world's most trifling people award. And I had so much dumb shit and trifling shit, man. I, uh, Lord, I just had to pick and choose. So let's kick it off. Now, you know, earlier, family, we were talking about a school teacher uh, statutorily raping a 15-year-old student. And there were some portions of my memory in life and some of my opinion where, although I take that serious, there were some portions of it where I was like, you know, this is one of those things. And I don't want anyone to think that I take statutory rape or any kind of rape. As a matter of fact, I don't feel the need to, you know what? I was about to explain and justify, but I'm not going to do that. If you listen to the show, you know how I feel. You know how I rock. Well, let's get into something that uh, has no laughs. I might have had a couple of laughs based off my life experience as a young man sleeping with a bunch of older women. Let's get into something where we have no laughs on the World's Most Trifling People Award. Family, as you all know, Trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crockpot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every other week and sometimes weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings. I will choose a winner at the end, and that winner will go on to face the defending weekly champ. And the grand champ of trifling will be announced at the end of the Jeff is Moody show season this year. Family, you know, the reigning champs have been the, the uh, three young college kids that posed with an AR-15 in front of the bullet-riddled uh, Emmett Till Memorial. You have to be a true demonic piece of shit for that. But I'm kind of going to start fresh, but I'm going to keep all of these people in mind. So let's get to contestant number one in the world's most trifling people contest. Contestant number one, Cleveland cop charged with trying to kidnap a 12-year-old girl and he urinated on her. Yeah, she's 12. Cleveland police officer Solomon Nawatia. I I, I hope I'm saying his name right, but fuck him. 34 years old landed several charges after allegedly trying to kidnap a 12-year-old girl waiting for her school bus 
and filming himself urinating on the girl. Nahir Watiwa was officially charged with attempted kidnapping, pandering obscenity, disseminating material harmful to juveniles, assault endangering children, child enticement, interfering with custody and public decency. This is a fucking police officer. A woman called the police to report a man identified as Neha White, whatever the fuck his bitch ass name is, acting strange and looking into people's cars. Police then pieced together a connection after the 12-year-old girl's mother called police to report the incident with her daughter. Nihiwa Child Rapist. That, yeah, motherfucker, your name is Nihiwa Child Rapist. Potential Rapist. Who was hired on the force in 2014 has been suspended without pay while the case is being investigated. I want y'all to think about that. Cops violate people and they have blatant evidence like my man that choked out Eric Garner. The evidence is right there and they get to, what are you investigating what we can all plainly see? Jeez, man. He, he's, he's been suspended without pay. Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley commented on the case stating he will be held accountable. It's my office's mission to ensure that he never wears the badge of a police officer again. Now, this is an officer sworn to protect you and he's stalking your children online and they have video evidence of him peeing on a child. Can we get some R. Kelly energy here? You know, all police don't do things like this. Obviously, all police are not bad, but for the bad ones, can we get some R. Kelly energy here? Can I ask you celebrity dick riders one fucking question? Where is your anger and outrage? Why aren't you guys talking about this? Why does my show have to come out before you even know about this? Can we get some R. Kelly energy here? He's videotaped peeing on a child, and he's an officer, and he's sworn to protect you. Contestant number two. It's not the victim, but it's the bullies that are involved. So let me read this story for you all. Man commits suicide after being but that's this is an officer that peed on a 12-year-old, but he he's on he's suspended and not fired and jailed and killed. Contestant number two, man commits suicide after being bullied for dating transgender woman. Various outlets online are mourning the death of 20-year-old Philadelphia man. Morris Willoughby, who committed suicide after being bullied for dating a transgender woman. Maurice, also known as Reese Him Daddy, shared a social media post defending his relationship with his girlfriend prior to his death. He wrote, y'all can say whatever about faith. I really don't care if she's not passable. I don't care if she was born a woman. She is a woman to me and I love her flaws. And that's what makes her faith. If you've heard her story is motivating. I'm happy. You should all be happy for me. Well, anyway, he got bullied to death, literally. There was a video of him being harassed outside of a store that made the rounds on social media. And friends say that caused him to slip into depression. A friend told a website ASIOs that he was getting picked on and joked on all the time. Where we are from, if you like trans women and you're black, the streets are going to talk about you, fight you, even try to kill you. He was dealing with a lot. All right. Um, 
I, I, I'm, you know, God bless this young man. So I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how people let get to the point where they let people bully him. I'm assuming I don't know if he's straight or gay or what. You're dating a trans. That is a gender that thinks they're that just claims they're another gender. And in this wicked world, as much as I don't necessarily get it, or I couldn't tell you I, I condone it or co-sign it, I would never torture anybody or treat them differently because of it. This is the problem where we are. We're just in a society where you can't agree with certain things because they put you in a group of people that are way worse than your opinion is. I, I want to, but before you, for you online and internet and social media bullies, I mean, a couple of y'all just need to die. I mean, if, if you're just yelling world, the opinions of Jeff is Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break Radio. It sponsors advertisers and anybody else. If you don't like my straight talk, it is what it is until I'm gone from here. You, you, you're recording women fighting and you're recording people abusing elderly and children and your dumb ass is sitting here yelling world star. You know, it's not so much this young man that that killed himself over this. It's just those of you that took joy in knowing that you are the cause of him killing himself. Contestant number three. This contestant right here, he's going to win an award at the end of the year regardless. He's a trifling, heartless, soulless, unintelligent piece of garbage human being. His name is Donald Trump. I call him Donald Trump or Don Hitler. I call his wife Pancake because she has an ass as flat as a pancake. She does nothing. She is the most do-nothing first lady in the history of the presidency. And he in the new, he in this modern time, he is the worst, absolute, naziest Hitler white supremacist president we've ever had. Well, uh, he took the opportunity of the mass shootings to, to bring some attention to itself because that's kind of what pieces of shit do. In Dayton and El Paso, Donald Trump claimed that surgeons left the OR while they were operating on patients to greet him and celebrate him when he walked into the hospital. This is a, this is a low, like if you're the lowest of the low, this is a low. So his claim is that surgeons left their patients to come outside during surgery to greet him. It is a blatant lie that those of us with brain power know about, but it's a blatant lie that his base believes. Of course, uh, the, the this is what Trump said. Hold on, young Sean, play that Dilla. Hold on. I almost got out of here without telling you what he said. This is out of Trump's mouth. The doctors were coming out of the operating rooms, Trump said. There were hundreds and hundreds of people all over the floor. You couldn't even walk on it. But he's talking about people that were out there to celebrate him doing a mass shooting. This is the most dangerous man in America. By the way, as you all know, the hospitals that he visited say that that isn't what happened. And the doctors would never pour surgery to greet the president. At no time did or would physicians or staff leave active operating rooms during the presidential visit. Ryan Milkey, a spokesman for University Medical Center of El Paso, said in a statement to the Washington Post. Our priority is always urgent care. He could have said so. He could have said this guy's full of shit, but they're on his dick. 
because I don't even know if Ryan believes in the hatred that Donald is peddling, but he could have made it clear this man is a blatant liar. You know, when it comes to Don Hitler, this guy could easily win this shit every week. Like the world's most trifling could be him every week. And I tell you what, we as a people could really share some of the blame and I'll tell you why. We sat here and we let this become the norm. We voluntarily let ourselves become desensitized uh, uh, to the insanity and the dangerous threat that he poses to our way of life. So who wins this week? I mean, damn, you got a cop stalking a baby. You got bullies that, that I can't, it's hard for me to say you cause somebody to commit suicide. Folks, we got to get this stamina up. We got to get strong. Everybody's not going to agree with us. We got to help people get strong. And then we got the most piece of shit human being in the world. Well, uh, seeing that Donald Trump's going to win his own award, he's going to get a separate most worst trifling person in the world award for me. And seeing that the people that cause a guy to bully, those are horrible people. But when we think of a cop who should be sitting at a traffic stop, protect at a bus stop, excuse me, protecting children, not stalking them and not getting a hold of them and peeing on them. Sir, officer, and I fuck your name up so many times because I hate you. Officer Solomon You are the winner of the world's most trifling award Fuck you And how you're on suspension And you're not fired and in jail With some of those gin pop inmates Trying to run up in your asshole Is beyond me But that's where we are right now You know wrong Get more respect than right nowadays Ain't that so? Officer, Officer Solomon, what young rapist piece of shit, subhuman being motherfucker, you are the winner of this week's World's Most Trifling People Award. And God would I love to get my hands on you. We'll be right back with the opposite of trifling. Jeffers movie show. Fuck you, officer. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Young Sean, go ahead on play that dealer, man. You you know uh the world's most trifling, Sean. I'm telling you, it it could take you down, but it's the reality of the world, and we are here to speak reality. We're not here to run from it. I'm just always amazed. People know everything a motherfucking entertainer athlete does. Play that Dilla. Your motherfuckers know everything an entertainer or athlete does, but don't know about the sworn uh, law uh, protector under oath that, that is doing the same thing the entertainers do, and they don't talk about it. Man, this shit ain't about the kids. This shit about celebrity obsession and dick riding. But I mean, I mean, as the world's most trifling, you know, as it puts us in a way, we can lift it back up a little bit with the opposite of trifling award family. Yes, it's true. The world is full of trifling people. But let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure, especially today to welcome you to the opposite of trifling. Check this out really quick. 
Hearts are melting over a waiter's compassion towards a 91-year-old uh, man dining alone. You guys know I have an affinity for my elders. Lord knows I do. So, of course, this story was going to strike, uh, strike my heartstrings. Um, a young man is being praised for his compassion towards a 91-year-old man who was sitting alone for dinner last week. Lisa Melendan, uh, Melinder and her family had been eating at Eden Park in Bell Vernon, Pennsylvania, when she noticed how her server was interacting with a senior patron. The server, Dylan Tettle, had dropped to one knee so he can give his full attention to the gentleman. The gentleman apologized for not hearing too well, uh, Me Lander wrote on Facebook. He had forgotten to put in his hearing aids. He talked about how he lost his hearing during his time in the war. He was 91 years old with many stories to tell. Uh, Dylan patiently listened, giving him his full attention. Eventually, the man apologized for taking so uh, talking so much. I'm alone now, he said, and I don't often have someone to talk to. Uh, Dylan smiled and said he enjoyed listening. So check out Dylan, y'all. He then helped the man figure uh, out you know, what to pick as a meal from the menu before putting the order into the kitchen. Uh, Melander, or Mylander, was so touched by the exchange, she tried to flag Dylan down so she can offer to pay for the man's meal. But before she can do that, however, another patron asked Dylan, I'm about to go Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> I was about to go Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Another patron asked Dylan the same thing. And to his surprise, Dylan said that someone had already taken care of the check. Do you guys remember me telling you about that beautiful story of all of us strangers in Kroger last week? I'm telling y'all, there's good in the world. There's good in the world, family. You just got to believe it. Uh, I guess we weren't the only ones eavesdropping on the conversation, mused Mylander. After the man received his food, Dylan came back to say he was on a break. He asked if he could sit with the gentleman as he ate. As we left the restaurant, the two of them were conversing, and many people sitting, seated nearby were smiling. It was a touching sight. Before leaving her table, uh, my land, uh, man, I hope I'm getting this lady's name right, snapped some pictures of Dylan chatting with the senior and published them to Facebook, where they have uh, since been shared thousands of times. With all the negative stories about our youth today, this was a breath of fresh air. I wonder if I would have been as kind and attentive if, if I was the one working there, she added. One thing's for sure. If you ever eat at Eaton Park in Bella Vernon, ask for Dylan. He's your waiter. You're certain to get great service. Family, my show is a roller coaster. It is. It is. And I speak on a lot of things, but I'm going to tell y'all, I love my senior citizens. I understand I would not be here without them. I would not have the wisdom I have without them. Oh my gosh, from the very older ones to, to my younger ones that are there over me and I love them like family. My Uncle JC, my Uncle Mark, my Uncle Fred, my these guys that, that my Uncle Jim, my, you know, these older guys, my pops, all these people. They, they, they keep us intelligent. They keep us on our toes. And if we don't respect them, I'm going to tell you guys something. We don't respect ourselves. If you cannot respect your seniors, you can't respect anybody. So let me say something really quick to the server. Dylan 
Tettle. Dylan Tettle. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. To Dylan Tettle. At such a young age, although they don't say your age, you look like you're in your 20s or younger. For you to give that amount of time to a senior citizen, a war veteran, a man that's on his own, a man that can still get around at 91 years old. It shows that you have a heart, you have compassion, you have a soul, you care. And in a world that celebrates cruelty, in a world that celebrates prejudice and hatred and and, 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 uh, discrimination against women and men and color and ageism and sexism and all of these things, you have proven to be the polar opposite of trifling. Ring the bell one time for Dylan Tettle. What a guy. Family, we're coming to the end of the Jeffers Moody Show, but we're coming back with humans versus wild animals that kill. If you loved it last week, <laughs> you'll love it this week. See y'all in a little bit. Big up, Dylan. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Young Sean, it's been another miraculous flight, man. Yo, let me tell you something, man. I I love doing this show. The longer the show goes, the more energetic I get, which is amazing. Because I don't sit down. You know, I, I had explained to the fam before, Young Sean. As you know, I stand up the whole time I'm recording. I think the only time I sit down is when I'm out of town. And I don't know... And I rarely sit down then. We're out of town a lot. I stand up. I'm an energy. I'm an energy guy. You know what I'm saying? But young Sean, uh, I broke out. Play that Dilla for me, please. I broke out that man versus animals that kill thing last week. And the family ate it up because I think the family agrees that man is always someplace he ain't supposed to be. And so I switched it up. I just switched the title up. Humans versus wild animals that kill. So before we get out of here, before we get into the classic replay, which family, I think y'all only got two more weeks of classic replays. And like I told y'all, it will be all new content and then on to DJ Naturell. No more classic replays. Y'all know where to go find them. All right. Young Sean, let's do humans versus wild animals that kill. Yeah, family. As we all know. From running with the bulls to keeping lions as pets, dumbass, ignorant human beings love fucking with wild animals. Uh, sometimes it's all good, but sometimes it backfires. These are the stories of humans who voluntarily or sometimes involuntarily come across wild animals that kill. Fight number one. Florida woman sentenced after pulling alligator from her pants during traffic stop. I'm not making this up. Y'all make sure y'all Google it. A Florida woman who pulled an alligator out of her yoga pants during a traffic stop pleaded guilty to illegally possessing wild animals and was sentenced to probation, authorities said last week. Ariel McCann Lequeur, 25, was in the passenger seat of a car pulled over in May for running a stop sign in Punta Gorda, the Charlotte County in Punta Gorda in Florida. All right. McCon LaQuair, and can I say something about this young lady with all due respect? This is probably one of the craziest looking biatches I've seen in my life. 
If anybody's going to put an alligator in their, their yoga pants, it's her. This chick looks like a mass murderer. This chick looks crazy. Uh, along with 22-year-old driver Michael Clemens, they claim they were trying to collect snakes and frogs from underneath an overpass. So the deputy that pulled him over, he was given permission to search the bags, and he found 41 three-striped turtles. Check this out, y'all. They were collecting turtles. And they put the turtles in the Teenage Mutant Ninja turtle backpack. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do, yeah, that's what we're dealing with right here. So when the deputy asked if the pair had anything else, McCann LaQuera pulled out a one-foot alligator from her pants. I know you guys are trying to figure this out. Was the alligator's mouth taped? Because I would imagine the alligator would bite the fuck out of her. Is the cooch so good that the alligator would the smell of the cooch made him relax? Or is the cooch so stink the alligator just was passed out? How do you put a live alligator in your pants? I know what you're thinking, but I'm not making it up. Go Google it. Play that dealer, young Sean. McCon LaQuire was charged with possessing an American alligator, uh, possessing more than one turtle per day. Yo, I, I swear to God, yo, Florida is a special kind of place. Anyway, y'all, she was sentenced to six months uh, probation, 200 hours of community service, and she was ordered to donate $500 to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Committee. So who 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 wins this? Of course, it's the crazy lady that shoved the one-foot alligator in her spandex. I don't know if they take, I'm not imagining they take this mouth. Maybe they did, right? They didn't say anything about cruelty to the alligator, but this chick looks crazy, but she's the winner. If you can stick a one foot alligator in your yoga pants and you can actually live to tell about it, or you can be healthy enough to tell about it, you win. Fight number two, my favorite. Man starts fight with a kangaroo and he loses. You don't say. A man out hunting kangaroos got more than he bargained for after an animal fought back and smashed his jaw. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, uh, the kangaroo fucked him up. Y'all got to see these pictures. Joshua Hayden, 19 years old, was hunting near, guess where, folks? Calabaran in Western Australia. Uh-huh. Florida and, and Australia. Love fucking with wild animals. On Tuesday night, when a kangaroo attacked. No, the kangaroo didn't attack, folks. He was being hunted. The kangaroo defended itself. Hayden, hunting with his brother in their car, spotted three kangaroos in a paddock. So, Lint, so Hayden leant out the window to shoot. You know, because they kill kangaroo. I love animals that fuck people up. I really do, fam. He told a, uh, ABC News that one had disappeared from view. But as he was lining up the other two in his crosshairs, the one that disappeared suddenly appeared and attacked the car. Yeah, he dipped off to the side like, yo, y'all distract this motherfucker. I'm going to dip off and run down on him. He got ran down on. The animal hit the side of the vehicle with such force, it smashed the front window before headbutting Hayden right in the jaw and breaking it. Broke his jaw. Um... He broke his jaw. I love this. So check it out. The kangaroo knocked Hayden out for around 30 seconds before he was rushed to the hospitals at Calabaran, Northern, and Perth. His face was too swollen to operate, 
and he was told he would have to wait 10 days for the swelling to go down before he could have surgery. The pair told ABC News they regularly hunt kangaroos, but this was the first time something like this happened. Who's the winner? The kangaroo. Ring the bell for the kangaroo. Not only am I ringing the bell for the kangaroo, the entire Jeff is Moody audience, outside of those of you that listen in Australia who hunt and kill kangaroos for no reason, y'all, everybody is going for the kangaroo. The kangaroo's the winner. Yo, Hayden, I'm so happy he smashed your shit. I'm so happy he smashed your shit. Could y'all Google this? Yo, that kangaroo fucked him up. And let me tell y'all something about a broken jaw. 10 days to wait for them to deal with your jaw in your face. That's a long time. That's going to seem like six months. Hayden, I'm so happy that kangaroo fucked you up. Oh, kangaroo, kangaroo. Oh, I love kangaroos. Big up to the kangaroo. Fight number three. This is not as much funny as it's irritating. Boy, eight years old, seriously injured after mountain lion attacks him as he was playing outside his home. An eight-year-old unnamed Denver boy has been seriously injured after a mountain lion viciously attacked him outside of his home. The young child was jumping on the trampoline with his brother on Wednesday evening when he heard one of his friends calling him uh, from a house next door. As he ran over, a mountain lion pounced on him and bit the boy in the head, according to the press release. Hearing the frightening sounds coming from his brother and the wild animal, the boy's brother raced inside the home to tell their father, according to to the press release. The dad then ran out and found his son trapped beneath the lion. As the father approached, his son, uh, the lion bolted off and he quickly dialed 911. The boy was then taken to a nearby hospital where he stayed overnight. So listen, y'all, park officials arrived and uh, they eventually found the lion. And what they said is that the kid was running and it probably triggered the lion's natural response to a prey animal running. All right. The, The lion had remained on the loose until Thursday. They caught him. They killed him for being an animal. And um. They said the animals were euthanized. Now, my problem here is not so much. I'm not blaming a little eight year old, but these people, this area is frequented by wild cats. How do you let your child play outside with this kind of danger? I'm going to tell you guys, man, I live in Georgia and I'll tell you something. We got to especially, you know, the climate's going out of control. Now, for one thing that you guys are ignoring climate change and global warming, animals go nutty with climate change so we have a copperhead issue i mean you can find a copperhead snake almost in any backyard and dogs get bit kids get bit adults get bit so one thing that you always find down here in georgia people are very we have a we have a um we have a website for all the surrounding subdivisions out here where i live and people are always telling you if they saw a snake. Now, we're not snake infested. It's not that. But you come across these these uh, uh, this wildlife more than usual. And so people are always saying, hey, you know, watch it. Watch it when you walk your dog. So we have people here that clear their backyards before the kids play. That walk with flashlights with the dog. We have people that walk with weapons in case they encounter wildlife. Those are people that care. My problem with this um, thing here is where where are the if you know you have a frequency of dangerous wild animals that roam right where you live how do you let your child play out there 
Y'all know there was another incident where a boy that was four years old, he's recovering after a mountain uh, lion attack in a California nature preserve. His families took him there and they left him unattended. And the cats that lived there jumped on him. Who's the winner? Thank God it's the eight-year-old boy. I mean, the lions ran down on him on some Brooklyn shit. But he survived. Hey, the kid is recovering, y'all. He's going to be well. Get well to that young man. But for the parents, what a bunch of fucking idiots you are on this one. I'm going to tell y'all, we're not in the lion. We're not in the wildlife's homes, folks. No, they're not in our homes. We're in their homes. When you get a house built and you clear land and you see a snake and go, we got snakes. Uh, duh, motherfucker. It's a snake. It's in, it's in its own territory. You came and mowed his territory down to build your house. But I don't know how people let their children go where they know it's dangerous. They've spotted more. I kept reading up on this. They know there's mountain lions back there left your child out there but the kid won the lions took that l i want to pour out a little liquor and i, I want to salute my homie um i'm gonna call that lion salam i don't know where i get salam from but i'm gonna call it i'm gonna call him he ran down i don't respect him because he ran down on a youngin should have ran down on an adult but uh salam r.i.p dogs you know what i'm saying you're just doing what your instinct tell you to do to the parents that let your children play at 7 p.m. in the evening, unattended outside where you know there are uh, apex predators outside. Jeez. So who are the winners here this week, folks? The young eight-year-old, he beat the lion because he made it and the lions did not. They caught both of the lions. Uh, the kangaroo beats the idiot that likes to kill kangaroos for no apparent reason. And... um. The crazy lady that shoved the alligator down her, her her spandex, down her yoga pants, she's a G. This is the craziest looking woman I've ever seen in my life. You guys can, of course, uh, Google all this. But those are the winners. And that has been humans versus wild animals that kill. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope you've enjoyed this. I know I certainly have. Uh, that was the Jeff is Moody show. I hope you enjoyed the show, but make for make sure, please, you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The classic podcast throwback is up next. Followed by the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturel. Please, family, keep in mind you only got about another week, two or three of the classic podcasts. If you want to find them, go to Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts at and put in Next Door Neighbor Radio or Mr. Moody's Neighborhood and you will see I am a monster. I do shows. I can do them all day, just like this one. All right. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. And great talk content continues on Beat Break 87 FM with Mario Watson, the Random Select Podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
You will enjoy the show because I know I do. We got a lot of new programming coming up, so it's going to be hard for me to tell y'all what's coming up. But we're getting it all together here. Young Sean, happy belated birthday, nephew. Good job keeping that bounce going. You know how we do. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. We got another one. See y'all next week with another brand new episode on Monday of the Jeff is Moody Show. I love y'all. Thanks for the support. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. Viola Davis, she's been picked to portray Harriet Tubman yes. in the, uh, Harriet, in yes. the Harriet Tubman biopic film. The director, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, he, he's going to direct the movie. That's his style? What is up with Steven Spielberg and the slavery movies? First it was, uh, well, the color purple, it wasn't really all the way slavery. It was like post-slavery. Mm-hmm. And then Amistad. Right. I thought 12 Years a Slave was directed by Steven Spielberg. I thought yeah. Django was directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. I even thought The Butler was directed by Steven Spielberg. You want to give it all to Steven Spielberg. Like, okay. He is the black-white director, right? (laughs) (laughs) Beat Break Show is live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Beat Break 87 FM, Atlanta's new underground station.